Sophie. Hi, I'm Paul. And we are SP Film Viewers. Well, this turned out to be quite a weekend of movie viewing because initially this episode was just going to be solely focused on. Barbie. But <laughs> I like how you say Barbie. 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 <laughs> but we had some time to put aside... Three hours time. <laughs> yeah. To go and see Oppenheimer. So we thought, well, well I thought, <laughs> we'd jump on the, the, the craze, the hype that's going around at the moment with Barbenheimer. I'm so... going to struggle with Oppenheimer for some, open, I, for some Oppenheimer. reason I can't say it. So I'm just, I don't know what I'm going to call it, but... Oppy, I don't know why I don't know how to say it. Just it's, it's just the words aren't there. Barbie, I'm fine. Too long title. Yeah. yeah, it is. I feel like RP sounds better. Right. Okay. Not rest in peace, by the way. <laughs> Before we get into things, obviously, I'll mention later on for when we get to Barbie because we're doing these two bits in separate chunks. But there will be spoilers ahead. So just going in. We're going to try and do like do more of our journey and our experience and how we felt and, and then not spoil too, too no, much. No, not going to tell you beat for beat, so don't worry if you... No, no, no. Nothing not, like that. But obviously we'll kind of give our initial thoughts on the film and then go, right, this is a spoiler section when we feel like it's we need to be talking about that. So yeah, yeah same for Bob when we get to it. But we're going to start with Oppenheimer. And I'm not going to say what film we're watching. I'm just going to say the film. Just say Oppie. Yeah. Oppie. Oppie, yeah. So first of all, it's three hours long, people. If you've got three hours and you don't have much going on in your life, go watch it. Because it's three hours of your life. And when you're a very busy person and you've got more better things to do than to get a numbum in the cinema, I would suggest to not use those three hours like I did. Well, that gives you an indication of Sophie's thoughts on it. I don't but, know. I'm a bit disappointed. Truth be told, I'm going to transparent and say I am a bit as well considering the big hype. I think the main f- reason it's like, oh, Barbenheimer is because they're released on the same day. Right. And it's like one of those like rare, I guess, cinematic events where it's kind of bigged up to such a level that it's like, mm. oh my God, like, let's... Do a double like. A I didn't even know this film feature. was coming out. Like, I know this sounds awful of me to I, say. I wasn't aware. I knew Barbie was coming out. I was aware of that like for a yeah, long time, time ago. ago. No, but for a long time again, that was been obviously like circulating in like the movie industry and stuff mm. like. Oh, this is coming out, but I never really knew what it was about. Ignorantly, I suppose. No, I'm the same. Of, of what Oppenheimer meant, really, mm. and the film itself is really more like a. I'd say class it as a biopic of Oppenheimer. Robert Oppen- Oppenheimer. Yeah, J. J. Robert Oppenheimer. There is some brilliant cast, like oh, there is. Like, like there's, you like, can't there's loads of people. It. I'm going. Yeah, I'm going to the film. Going. Oh, well, obviously they got the main lead, but even the side side characters. Like, oh, there's him from yeah. that film. There's Robert Downey yeah. Jr. There's um, Emily Blunt. I am actually. I think I have a female crush on her. Yeah. Yeah, like she would be the one. Okay. She's just beautiful. And she plays an American accent, which is quite weird because she's very British. Yeah, to be honest, with her, I've always seen her in the films and she's always just had stuck to the British accent. Or, so she's it's amazing like, in Mary Poppins like, and obviously but, you need obviously, her practically yeah, perfect, perfect in every way. And yeah, she yeah, is. For that. I can't really think of her another film where she's put on an American accent. I can't, so actually. I was, th- I was thought she was... Uh, she's not she's particularly have... great. But, to be fair, in this, you know, she did a good job. She doesn't falter. Like, it's yeah. literally she's American, but it's in a posh American, like, an elite yeah. kind of... But I wonder if she's... Um, I forgot his name. I always call him Jim from The Office. John Krasinski. <laughs> yeah. And, obviously, he's American and they're married. Yeah. So it's like... I wonder if she's like, oh, how do you say this word or how do you interpret, like, what she's... Yeah, yeah, more of that from him, yeah. 
Maybe, I don't know. Obviously, we've got Robert Downey Jr., which, <laughs> bless my mum's soul, she was like, oh, I want to go see this film. It's got Robert Downey Jr. as the lead. And I was like, I don't think he's the lead. He he does play a fair big part, but that's he more does. at the, the back end, really. But he plays Lewis Strauss. Strauss he's very good. Because, again, maybe they go, oh, it's pronounced such and such, but I can't really I'll just go Strauss. He does look like he's aged. I don't know if they were trying to make him look older than he is or he's just actually aged. I think he has be- a little bit, but probably also a little bit more of that as well because he made him look like an older man. But obviously, I'm thinking, obviously, like, he's had... You haven't seen him in many of the films because he's been so tied in with, obviously, the Marvel... Yeah, and I I was that's going, why he wanted to step away, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, because I was going through it thinking, like, yeah, I haven't seen him in such a long time and, like, how good of an actor he is. He is amazing. Because, obviously, he's been pigeonholed in mm. as Iron Man for such a long time and I think that's why... I'm back to Infinity War again, like... How a lot of those actors went right. That's it. I'm done, and then we well the contract's up. I want to do other stuff now. Yeah, because we're done. Boring, yeah. And stifling. Yeah. Have you seen Only You? Don't think so. I don't know if I. I don't know if it is actually like his first debut or. Right. However, it's the first film I've seen him in. I think his first or one of his first, if not his first, is. Do you remember when we watched that film called Weird Science, and he was quite young in that, and it was the. Yeah, I yeah. think he's like that near enough yeah. that young right. in Only You. He's, yeah. he's baby, yeah. baby face. Okay, yeah. So I don't know which came first. But, but my mum absolutely loves him to bits. Fans. Yeah. But I don't think she'd want to sit and watch a three hour film of this. It's, it's a history lesson. If you want a history and a lesson and a science lesson, lesson for three hours without a break, yeah. then yeah, that's it's the film for you. There is, yeah. If you're interested in those kind of two things, then yeah. Great. The history side of things, just because we're such Japanese lovers, it's a bit bittersweet that the atomic bomb landed in... I always say Hiroshima, and I think I must say it wrong. Hiroshima, Hiroshima. It, it's, it's again, an pronunciation Because thing, Robert Downey Jr. says it weird in this film for hmm. me. I'm like, huh? I've been saying it wrong this entire time. No, I think... I, yeah, don't worry too much. We went to the Peace Memorial, though, while we were in, there. Yeah. And that was... It was hard. Like, even though I, I yeah. didn't have any connection, I didn't have any family that had passed there, I felt it still being so raw mm-hmm. for, yeah, for the Japanese. And yeah, I feel like this film is very Americanized. It's very driven towards Which that. It did kind of think that it was going to go that way, to be honest. I didn't know how much they were going to show regarding mm-hmm. that, but it wasn't very much. To, which, I suppose, in a way, was kind of good because you don't want to be a super killjoy on what it is, but it's like, I, I mean, just show it a little bit more. Compassionate, like, not yeah. like, yay! I know they would have been celebrating when the war ended and they would have felt like they've been victorious as Americans, like, because they created this bomb. But I just say, like, as a Japanese person watching that, I don't know if that would sit very well. Mm. I think, I mean, I haven't seen Pearl Harbor, the film, but I think that's probably the same kind of way again more americanized and there's been mm. i think there's a few other films that kind of do that it's like oh america yeah if anything of... they've made the world's worst thing yeah but which is obviously was about like the fact that well, it's a bit like oh, a bit late in the day but like yes nuclear weapons are bad we we should not make another atomic mm. bomb but there is still bombs out there that are ready yeah. to blow well, up the whole world whenever somebody wants to press a button basically mm-hmm. they're, they're available and I think Oppenheim is is brilliant in a sense because he's a fantastic scientist, he's a fantastic theory person, yeah, a brilliant brain. But it shows how scary your brain can be with what theories you can come up mm-hmm. with and how detrimental they are. And I think it shows the guilt of him throughout. Does it need to be going. three hours long? Does it, it hell? No. No, even I would say that going through it... I think more the back end. It was like, okay, yeah, yeah, it's dragging a bit. Now. I was struggling. I won't lie. I was like, is this gonna end? At one point, I was like, okay, kind of somewhat spoilers. Yeah, well, should we go into spoilers now? I think. So, yeah. yeah, I guess yeah. somewhat. I'm gonna say he's gonna spoil it, but I don't think it is. It it shows you them creating the bomb, which you're gonna. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You assume yeah, that that's what's that's gonna happen. History. Yeah, yeah. You show them testing the bomb. You show that they then go, oh yeah, we've made a successful bomb. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, well, it should be coming to a conclusion now. 
of the bombs being successful, that's the film, basically. You mean when they drop it in Hiroshima? Or that first test? Both, bit. and then you think, oh, well, we're near enough wrapping up by the time that they tested it. Mm-hmm. Then you see the Hiroshima side effect and everything like well, that. Well, you, you don't even really see that. He's kind of like on the radio, and no. it's like... It's more Oppenheim where he sees the whole kind of place turning into dust. It's his guilt, isn't it? That he's visualising because he's a theoretically person. Yeah. He's like visualising what is going on. Yeah. Impact this has. has. And then you think, okay, yeah, tie it up in a box, wrap it in a bow, done. No, it's not. Still rolling. Still going and you're like flipping hell. I found it really hard at the back end and some people really appreciate the dialogue, the context. There's so many characters involved in this, it's untrue. They're probably all really relevant, obviously, mm. to explain. That's probably why the film is so long, because it's like he, he probably won Christopher Nolan, who probably actually want to get as, maybe, I say accurate as possible. I can't speak for, like, you know, if every beat of that is like, yeah, that's totally accurate, that's what they said, or the records mm. show that, I think. But I, I, I think he probably did his research on... on I can imagine that. he did, but does it need to be for beat for beat of whatever, and... The back end just seems like a drama. It seems uh, like, like a courtroom drama, yeah. And, and it's just like it's lost on me. Sadly, it is because I'm like, who's that person? Oh, I think I remember him speaking to him yeah. prior. It's just way too much information overload. Some yeah. people will love it and think it's absolutely fantastic. It, yeah, I know you haven't seen House of Cards, but I feel like it's that kind of level of like, oh, political back and forth kind of thing, and just I'm like, it, but then it, even it's going over my head a little bit. I'm oh, trying to re- retain the information. Like, I go, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm trying like, as if like <laughs> I'm trying to understand this, but at the end of it, I'm still going like, oh, okay. So at the end, long and short of it is the American, whatever the cabinet, whatever this kind of the secret, like no, no reporters or everything. They're trying to say like Oppenheimer, you were the one who. In scary thing, did you feel were you have moral objection to this and trying to pin it on him? It's not at the his end, it's like, fault. Well, like, but somebody asked, "Can you create a bomb, bomb. that can do and, whatever?" Yeah. He said, "Yes, I can." And, and they're like, he right, didn't... "Great, yeah, you make this bomb for us." And then they're trying to deny the fact that it's like, "Oh, yeah. like, oh, this was all bad because we didn't think the radiation was gonna but then, affect people, you know, in the aftermath." They didn't ask him about that, did they? They didn't ask him about to think about the aftermath. They all they wanted was to end the war, and that's what he kind of did with that bomb. As yeah. awful as it yeah. is, that's what it was yeah. like to show like the Japanese. It annoys me that it wasn't. I'm sorry, people, if you are German, but like the reason they wanted to build it, I understand initially. To, to like a, the, a race to get to for Hitler to. Yeah, it, yeah, and Hitler, yes, he needs that bomb kind of on him and that pressure, but. Right. Japan, I don't know. I don't know the history behind it too much, but I don't feel like they're... I feel like they're very... Unless after this now, they are very peaceful people. I feel like they wouldn't have wanted that. They would have compromised, I I, I would have thought. No, I I, I would have thought so, but I, I guess I'm, again, sure I'm ignorant on things because I thought... I didn't... Or I say I didn't realise it was going through the film that they said, oh, Hitler surrendered or whatever, and but then they still continued the war after the fact. I thought... Yeah. It was... Right, but well, no, bombing. Hitler didn't surrender. I think he died. Oh, well, yeah. So, like, because Hitler would not surrender. It's like, no, no. It gets to a point. Where, yeah, he could, yeah, he killed himself. As long whatever. As... Yeah, yeah. But then that you would think, I thought that those after the bomb mm-hmm. in, in Hiroshima. No, I, it was saying like that happened before even that happened, and it's like it well, make... war still going on. It's like what the hell? Why are we still carrying yeah. on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Hitler's dead, you just thought that yeah. would have been the that end was of it. All about, but no. And I think it's just political. It gets you back up a little bit. You do feel for Oppenheim because he doesn't deserve the backlash he's got. He, he wasn't the one that pressed the button on Japan. He wasn't deciding. He was making a bomb for Germany. And that, I know that cha- that changes things a lot. And the guilt and pressure he had, he, he didn't deserve everything he got. And I think, to be fair, he was framed a lot. People used him. They'd, yeah, yeah. He never had a true friend in his entire life, I don't think. Apart from his wife, I do think. Emily Blunt. Yeah, and maybe... um, Like, you just scrolling through now, looking at the cast. Like, how many actors have they got yeah. in this film? It's ridiculous. Oh, David Crumholtz, who's... Uh, is, is it... Is it <gasps> it's Bernard! Yeah, I said, I said, actually, after we watched him, he's like, do, do you recognise that guy? Obviously His voice was getting on my nerves the entire yeah. way through while watching it. But he was, I think he was like a friend of it. And obviously people, other people are saying mm. like, oh, he's, you know, he's faithful to 
to America and stuff and that was he making mm. it seem like a you know, communist because that was obviously that word kind of being thrown around I'm not very it. political I know that neither sounds am, awful neither am I to be honest I, I kind of bury my head in the sound to be quite honest with I'll vote the Green Party because it's like oh well actually you know more what yeah uh, I don't deal with like the conservative thing yeah just oh Labour, Labour I'm just like, not one of those people because their policies are and I just crap. think it's I mean, anything to kind of well my vote, at least I've voted even if they don't win at least I put my vote to something. Something else, yeah. Because I always feel like... To be like... honest, they're getting political in a sense, but <laughs> the, the Green Party are normally like a, a cause that means more to us anyway, really. Well, it benefits our area, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and locally of, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> in a local sense, yeah. Maybe yeah. not in terms of actual parliament, but anyway. No. I digress. But I do you think the film, the dialogue, the way that it's pictured, the vibrations of the bomb... The sound, the yeah, sound when, and mm, yeah, especially in a cinematic kind of sense. environment, yeah. So in terms great. of a sense of going to the cinema, I'm glad I saw it at the cinema in that sense because yeah, like I said, despite obviously the fact, obviously you know what's going to happen with the bomb when they're doing that bomb test. Mm. I was sort of had that tension of like, oh, is it going to work? Type of thing, even though I know obviously it was <laughs> going to work, but it's still, it's still in a good way that sort of like that he managed to capture that sort of sense of like what's going to happen kind of thing with I think it was that sort of the way it was portrayed he was a brilliant actor it's just I just don't think it's a film for me it wouldn't be one that I would like that is fantastic I'm going to go back out now and buy it and watch it Mm -hmm. I think it's a one and done for me I just don't think I could invest another three hours in it I know that sounds awful I just don't get the craze for it as as much as I would have hoped when when you said, oh, let's go see it, I didn't really know what it was about. I didn't know anything about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, everyone's saying it's really good. I'll go see it. Walk into it blindly and I'm like, wow, I'm quite overwhelmed with how much information I've been given. We also know that he's pretty much a two-timer. He cheats on his wife. Yeah. And it's like, well, why didn't you just stay with the first girl you were with? Because you sort of treated him like, Shit, basically, and she did, but she kept him on his toes, and I think he's that kind of character that needed that. Whereas... Yes, see, going into it, I thought maybe this was—I obviously didn't know, like whether because Florence Pugh, who you might remember from that "Don't Worry, Darling," the Harry Styles film. Oh yes, yeah, we watched. She's a very good actress. Don't get me wrong, but I thought that she was like a younger version of what Emily Blunt came to be, or something, because mm-hmm. obviously there was a lot of things of like showing different points in time as well. Yes. Before we get into things like and, that. And, like, I thought Robert Downey Jr.'s character was maybe Oppenheim yeah. older. Like, yeah, yes. there's a lot of different... What's actually in the present is black and white compared to what's in the future mm-hmm. is colour. Yeah, it's like past. reversed. Yeah. Reversed in that and sense, but... it's a bit confusing. Yeah, but at some point of, like, with Florence Pugh's character, Jean, just called Jean, the abuse of, obviously, like, you know, showing that he was, like, sleeping with her and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then there's that one scene that kind of took me out of it a little bit in the sense, like, that's just kind of weird. Why are they showing, like, mm-hmm. kind of, like, sex scene in the in that, like, boardroom kind of thing? It's, like, it's a bit weird. the filming of that. Yeah. How they did that. Unless they'd impose them, let them... Yeah. A bit of... Because uh, that'd be a bit cringe with everyone else yeah, watching them yeah. and them having but to do that. But obviously they've got their actors, even if it, that was the case. But I don't think, to be honest, I've not really seen that in a Christian Nolan film before so it kind of like took me at surprise in a, in a way but it's mm. like, oh, okay but obviously she's very comfortable in, in, in that but yeah fair play to her I suppose but I would not yeah. I would not no. but she, yeah she's beautiful so why not but overall I don't know my experience I, I felt because sometimes they do that with films like oh bestseller best movie of the year or mm. And I do think like there's some they'll, really commendable actors in. Yeah, it. they'll 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 be and award, when award season comes around, they'll probably be if nominated, if not winners of that category. Like hope... K- Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer, his role in that will probably be a contender for like, Robert Downey Jr. for yeah, yeah, like a supporting role. Yeah, honestly. lead actress maybe Emily Blunt. I don't know. I don't know about Einstein, but <laughs> no, I don't think so. Yeah. But, but um, yeah. yeah. The performances are great. The length for me really drives this and the history just... Drags it, you mean drags it down, yeah. Yeah, the history yeah. side as well. I know it sounds awful, but I just... It wouldn't be... Yeah. The science was interesting. Like, that was interesting. The way he was teaching his students was fascinating. And it's like, oh, I'd love to have a science teacher that would have been more visual instead of, like, experimental. 
And I really enjoyed the first part of the film. That kind of those visuals mm. of like how he was thinking, I thought that was going to play a bit more. Like when people were talking about this, it's like sort of a spectacle in that sense. Mm. But I believe that a lot of this was actually hardly any CGI at all. Oh, really? So it was like purposely like, like oh, sort of like a, a feat. No, no, saying that, you know, like a lot, of, a lot of films are like CGI heavy now. Yeah. Where this is all done without a lot of that. I think very sparingly, I think there was some visual... Con- so you like, mean they did their own bombs? Yeah, yeah, like that's pra- that could be a practical effect for sure. Yeah. Not like a superimposed, like, here's some footage yeah. of an explosion. I don't think... I, I, didn't go, I haven't gone into too much, mm. obviously, but... Like, I'm thinking, obviously, like, you know, things where things like like vibrations and the other one, the room's getting yeah. a bit, like, thing for him and stuff like that. He's getting a bit shaky and it's going it, quiet. And it is intense. It is. At some parts, yeah. But um, <laughs> it's, it's tricky to say, like, oh, this is this is rubbish. Mm. I applaud it for what, the, obviously, the, the acting that's involved in it, everybody that's involved in it, and the, sort of, like, how it's going through the story. I appreciate that. Yeah. But like you, it's, like... I don't think I would be like immediately going, oh, I want to see that again. Which is quite I... weird because I know mum wanted to see it and you went, oh, don't worry, I'll probably be buying it on um, disc. disc. Yeah, yeah. And now but... you're saying that after watching it, you're like, nah, I wouldn't really no. invest in it. No, or oh, it'd be something I, way, way down the line. I wouldn't be like, oh, that's like day one purchase type of thing. I would never buy but, it. But I don't think it's, it's strong enough to, because I'm like, in terms of like other stuff, like I would say, I know, you haven't really you haven't really seen mm. it all the way through, but the Dark Knight is like like one of my favourite Christmas. I feel films. like maybe a birthday that, special that, we and, could we could incorporate that for mine maybe because that's like two and a half hours. But I the, can cope with long films, but there's just... there's a good balance between action and dialogue in that film. And I and, appreciate yeah. that. Like that's something I'd want. Yeah. This is and... very much dialogue in a long in the long The story's great. Like it really is, but I just feel like once the bomb's gone off and the guilt's there, that's where it should end. Yeah, because it does. I think it just cuts there because the rest of it just feels a bit pointless. And just Unless in the you end, really the... want to know about like, oh, what's the political side of things and what the. But the outcome of, is yeah. like literally neither one of them are able to be part of it anymore. Mm. They both get cut off. So, does it benefit anybody? No. Does it help? You could have briefly shown that instead of doing like a investigation on <laughs> Oppenheimer. Yeah, yeah. You know, condense it down maybe. Yeah. Oh my god, it was yeah. just too much, and I, I, I really like. That kind of dialogue normally, it was far too much. There was too many characters. It was too much, especially when you'd watch near enough two hours worth of a film. It just felt like two different things to me, mm-hmm. and I think that's why I just didn't gel. And also, I'm a an hour and a half girl tops film. Well, no, no, it's not tops. Minimum. Two, yeah, yeah. Well, yes, that's normally <laughs> the case. That's what glasses are feature like film most yeah. of the time. But two hours and a half, I can cope. Two and with. a half, yeah, shave thirty. Minutes of it, maybe, I don't know, two hours, 15, maybe. I could just cut that but, down. Like, it could yeah, be two hours condensed. once I'm done. Just get rid of the ending. But, yeah, I, I would suggest anyone who is interested to, to go see it. Yeah, we're not... Well, for me, anyway, I wouldn't say this is like, a, oh, you can't... Don't even bother type of thing. If <sighs> if you've got the yeah. time... Invest well, in it, yeah, then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and you and, like Christopher Nolan films, you're in for that, the long haul of the... I, like I want to say slow burn, but it wouldn't even say it's that, really. For me, because I, I do like my slow burn films, but mm. this, yeah, it's a, sort of a hard It's, sell, it's but... really hard work. It is. I think it's interesting when he's like in university, he's doing his studies. I really enjoyed that part of it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed his romance with Emily Blunt's character. I really appreciated all of that. But once we got to the part, like the bomb making and everything like that, it just seemed to be like, hmm, it's falling flat now. And I know it's going to win and people think it's amazing, but sometimes... It's good to disagree, but, and I feel like that I heavily I know, disagree on this. I'm, I'm thinking like the the Academy, the Oscars, and stuff. They'll be like, "Oh, well, round of applause, well done!" And they'll oh, because yes, they it's, they it's... love like biopics that really like are really in depth and kind of stuff. So we'll, we'll have to see. Well, to be fair, this Open Barbieheimer or whatever it Barbenheimer Barbieheimer. Yeah. I'm interested to see your comments on on Barbie hmm. because I was already excited. To go into Barbie. That was cause, mainly because of the hype with that. Well, I think we've kind of touched on most things we've got to say about it, so I think we'll kind of swiftly go to the scoring. But Because th- neither of us have seen this, you go first. Yeah, that's right. Ha! That's right, yeah. So, this, I say, not putting in like a negative <laughs> light, but 
I did, like I say, majority wise of what it has to offer, despite the length, I really think that could have been shortened. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate what's gone into it, and I felt <laughs> somehow felt like I sort of learned a bit more of a hist of a history lesson on things. So and the science, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Whether I'll be like, oh yeah, I'll retain <laughs> that after a while <laughs> is another matter. But for performance. More so from everybody involved. So well done on <laughs> everybody. But to be fair, they it. did put top dogs in. It yeah, wasn't like yeah. they were half arsing with yeah, budget. Yeah, they yeah. must have had a massive budget yeah, for abs- the casting abs- they had. Absolutely, yeah. And so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But I will put it at eight. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Everyone. Now we come to second spot. Yeah. Anyway, I've said it as before. You go with your heart. Everyone's going to hate me, and I'm so sorry. So. My gut wants to say it's a five. I am only increasing it to a six because mm. of Emily Blunt. Okay. And that's biased and that's because I love her and I think she's fantastic. And even though her character is a bit of a bitch. At the beginning, yeah, she's like, oh, with the kids and everything. Like, I don't she's want selfish, and, but she openly admits it. And But yet she stuck by him. She did end. and he cheated on her. He checked her like shit and she stuck by him like a good wife and... Her performance with an American accent. She made the film for me personally. She really did. Robert Downey Jr., yeah, he was great too. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying about the performances from everybody involved. But the actual enjoyment and the level of the film and the rewatch value is just not there for me. I'm really sorry. It's it's wasted on me. There's lots of other people who will be really enjoying history, will really enjoy these kind of mm-hmm. aspects, and I'm just not one of those, yeah. sadly. Not saying I'm not a fan of history, I am, but I don't know. The history got me mad, and it's like, well, I don't need to be getting angry. I know, but you can't change history. Yeah, it's 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 a sad reminder of the fact of what happened, but Mm. there's nothing you can do about it. Unfortunately, it's what happened. But I I feel like it should have touched on a little bit more, but not to like a gruesome effect. No, but I think there should have been some condolence and should have been something kind of like yeah. And I think just. The way that the Americans are like cheering and stuff, it just didn't sit with me very well. And I know they will have done that then, but yeah, and Again, probably that's why they're putting it in, in because that's what it would be. Yeah, I know you can't alter things like them going like, "Oh, what have we done?" type of thing. Like a, you know, even though this sort of where it's kind of like a handshake, like "Oh, good job." But yeah, it's you kind just of killed sweet. loads of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah anyway, yeah. anyways, I just I just don't get the open harm, Barbie harm, whatever this is. Barbie's just Barbie, and I feel like this is just Oppenheim, and they should be separate. They shouldn't be just because they're released on the same day. They have no. They shouldn't really be together. But no, they are and just... you can't even compare them because they're two different things. No, absolutely. So now we're going to talk about Barbie, obviously. So can I just give you a bit of biased background on on me? That, well, you are a girl and you play with Barbies, yeah? Yeah, but I played with Barbies for quite a while. Like, I don't think I had any other doll. I always had a Barbie. Right. Like, I didn't have a, a brat or a Cindy brats, doll yeah. or wh- whatever. It was always Barbie. Uh-huh. Always. Yeah. I never had a Ken. No? No. Only had horses. I had the convertible Barbie. I... In a pink convertible. Yeah. I think you mentioned that before in another episode. I did. I've had my little ponies. I've had all of that. I've right. very much been a girly girl when I was younger, which seems weird now, looking at me now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I played with Barbies and people are going to be like, oh my God. Probably until I was about 12 years old. Because still when you're 12, you are a kid. I think people just don't realise that now. Like They're like, oh, they're mini adults. And like, no. no that's when you're 18 when you're teen, or 16. When you're 13... Obviously, there's a clue in the name teen. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. probably, I bless her, my sister, I used to always want her to play with me, but then I realised she's like 15 at this age and she probably doesn't want to play with like a 12-year-old me. But at the same time, I really found it hard to get rid of my Barbies. I was so attached. Right. And I've noticed that's something I've realised in my life. I do get attached to things or people very heavily. You do, yeah. Like we said about that teddy that used to be a thing at school where if you were good, you'd take this teddy home. Called Bruno, uh-huh. and I got to take him home for six weeks, and, then and didn't oh, want to give him back at the end. Oh, <laughs> I was devastated when I had to return back to school and give him back. 
I was we had like, such a good time together. I was like, I've had six weeks with you. What, what are you meaning? It was like a breakup. It was <laughs> awful. <laughs> and this film, I think, just resonates well with me. I, was I thought ex- it would, to be fair. Obviously, before I even knew what it was about. I knew it wasn't... Cause obviously, I was quite excited to go see it as well. Mainly, obviously, the marketing of it has been, like, hyped up to hell. Massive. But- They've got a full album out of, like, massive stars... Oh. Singing songs for it. Dua Lipa's song is absolutely oh, amazing. That's a banger. That's amazing. It is. Proper banger. I don't know. I feel like everything Dua Lipa does is just golden. It just, moment, yeah. She's Recent just perfect. Yeah. Obviously, when she first started, yeah, there were some certain songs, yeah. but now, like, her disco funk... It, yeah, coming back, yeah. This future nostalgia is the album. It's just amazing. It's coming back, yeah. But, like, in terms of, like, seeing it everywhere, like, shops <sighs> and things are just embracing it so much and just, like, just everything's like, just, like... For me, Barbie was massive when I was little. I'm a Barbie girl. Like, I remember dancing to that in the discos, like, at school, mm-hmm. thinking it's, like, the best song ever. Barbie was big then, when I was, like, a child. And I feel like when I've grown up, Barbie somewhat has... I don't D- know. I don't think her diminished. presence has been there. Yeah, and yeah. the fact that now Barbie is back, back. that's Strong, what it feels like. Stronger than ever with social media as well, on the forefront of thing, you've got that extra level now, haven't you? Yeah. With just, like, tweets and hashtags. I went into and Asda, kind of and there was merchandise for the Barbie movie. You don't get that with Oppenheim. You know, no, atomic no. bomb on you. <laughs> top. <laughs> well, do you might do with the Barbenheim, I think, because I saw somebody with their T-shirt and posters <laughs> and stuff for it. But, yeah, yeah, no, you don't know when he's going like, oh, there's an atomic bomb in there no. as a toy. No. I love the fact that near enough everybody was wearing pink in the cinema. Like, the, everyone yeah, was yeah. embracing it. You got a charity T-shirt. A shirt, yeah. yeah. It just that for was the occasion, yeah. Such Ken vibes. Yeah. You looked amazing. Thanks. Yeah. And as I say, you look nice in your pink top as well. But yeah. you don't know that you're not a pink girl, which is weirdly, because like you're saying, from when you were younger, you playing Barbies, you know which I obviously actually pink, had but... a pink bedroom. Really? I just realised yeah. this, yeah. <laughs> right. I had a pink bedroom. And I had massive pink love hearts on my wall. But you don't, like, as you've grown older, you've never really seen you, but like, eh, pink's not for me. Yeah, I'm not but, a pinky, pinky but, girl. But for for this, like, as I said, like you said, for a lot of people, it's kind of just people have just taken it on board and be like, yeah, whatever. It's cool to be wearing this it's fashionable kind of thing. Like what it, it Barbie's kind of is. an icon. Like, oh, yeah, she's yeah. beautiful in whatever she wears. And this film yes, kind of... Is is about that, I sense, in, in a way, isn't it? It is. And yeah. I think some people can say Barbie is like your... They can blame her and go, oh, well, you're the reason why I feel crap because you look perfect. <laughs> I don't think it's that. I don't blame Barbie for that. Barbie never made me feel like that when I played Barbies. No? No. no. I feel like that comes from Photoshop. That comes from your movie stars it's, and your singers yeah. looking stick yeah. thin and perfect. Right. That's... It's- yeah, there's a lot more in this, obviously, like, pop stars as well. Like, that's another thing that's always been a case with yeah. things like, oh, people in the limelight mm-hmm. and you aspire to be them and I wish I was that. Oh, she's like, so pretty. For yeah. example, now, I think the world is a scarier place, but actually having a child, especially a girl, being raised now is mm-hmm. so empowering. Like, you've got Lizzo, who is featuring on this as well. Yeah, yeah. She's a very large lady, but she's owning it, like... I was a big girl when I was little. I needed something like that, and there was just nothing no, there for no. me. The the idea of like a pop icon, yeah. in that sense, oh, you've got to be stick thin, and you've got to be like, you know, like all the like, like Britney like Spears fashion or stuff. Christina Aguilera. Yeah, that's yeah. who I grew That's, up with. Yeah. Who was well, like none perfect. Of that, yeah, none of that back in the day, was it? It's no. Like, you know, and I think that it wasn't Barbie. No. She was a she was she's been there for ages, and like mm-hmm. they say, Barbie has given women independence. It's given them. Yeah, okay, you can look beautiful and sexy and hot and everything, but you can have a brain. You can, you have can a career. Yeah, yeah you can drive a car. You can do all this stuff that back in the day, I think Barbie was like created quite a while ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I think, bless her, my mum couldn't have a Barbie. So she had a Cindy doll. I think Barbies were expensive. Hmm. But she was there was a doll available for my mum to play with. And my mum's 60 odd years old. So it just shows how old Barbie even yeah, probably yeah. older, mm-hmm. is as well. So, yes, I'm a Barbie girl. <laughs> in a Barbie world. <laughs> Maybe not in a Barbie, Barbie world. But I don't know if we go to Swallow straight away or... I, is, first I mean, of all, we've got Margot Robbie, which 
I didn't realise how she's become one of my lead actors now. Like, I really enjoy her. She's absolutely stunning, perfectly set to be she, Barbie. She is, the, as the film says, a st- the stereotypical Barbie. Barbie girl. The only other person I could have thought, maybe, but obviously an age thing yeah. now, uh-huh. is um, Mean Girls Girl. Um, Lindsay Lohan? No, the um, Regina George. Oh, Rachel McAdams? Yeah. Just mm. because of the role when she was younger... I but don't know. I th- I definitely th- could. I, I, it's it's hard to obviously with all the marketing. It depends on when the film yeah. came out. I think if yeah. earlier on, if this was released, Way she would have been more of a prob- mm. probably See, hit for it. That's interesting because you think this would have been as successful if it was like say I don't know even five ten years ago. No, Did, no, it would have been completely different mark We've landscape, wouldn't it? Shifted Did so much in that time. And I really value this film. Like, if I had a little girl, I would make her watch this. Like, it would be a... Mm-hmm. You need to watch it. And it's weird because I've heard a lot of people say this film's not child-friendly. I mean, there it are is. some elements to it, which obviously, like, obviously, I, I don't know if parents are thinking, oh, it's Barbie, it's going to be old, just like, nice, nice. But if you... I mean, mm-hmm. you're watching the trailers and you're thinking there's a slight edge to it. That, there is, that, but I think that, for a young child, it's like putting on a Disney film with like the parts of for an adult, and um, I think this would just go over the child's head until it needs to be like when you're watching it when you're in your teens. I feel like this is when this film should be for a child. Well, the film's rated what twelve A in, mm. in here in the UK, so yeah, yeah, and I think it covers body conscious. You have all different types of Barbies in Barbie world. Yeah. You don't have just perfectly stick back thin Barbies. No, which I I guess I didn't realise. You have different colours. To be fair, I don't know if our Barbies are so diverse. But when you add them. Yeah. Because in my head, it was always just Barbie with blonde hair and that was it. Oh, I think they were different ethnicities. But but obviously I wasn't. I'm not a girl who played with them. Size-wise, I don't think they are. But then there was a pregnant Barbie and I remember it was disgusting (laughs) because her tummy opened... And then the baby came out, and I remember seeing this advertised. That it, seems really strange. Really bizarre. But, but there's Mermaid Barbie. Yeah, yeah. It's, I remember seeing those on like when I was younger, even like obviously watching cartoons, and then mm. the adverts came on specifically for kids, and it was like Barbies and other all sorts of kind of things. Yeah. I didn't think I would feel how I felt with this film, but I have. Yeah. It's so emotional. So if you're really sensitive soul like I am. Bring some tissues. Don't want to bring up you having you crying on the mic, but could you like divulge into what really like triggered? Like what was it about the I think it's the thought of somebody who looks like Barbie mm-hmm. not feeling good enough and us realizing that actually why am I here? Instead of what am I made for, why am mm-hmm. I on this planet? Right. I'm not a brain surgeon, I'm not yeah, you, you doctor feel worthless. Or, yeah, and I think everyone's felt that, and I think that's when you kind of realise actually, I, I can feel these ways, but so many other people feel that too, and you're not alone in it. And you don't have to be perfect, and I think that's something that's been rammed down definitely a, a female's throat. You need to look pretty. You need to be on time. You need to be showing that you're okay, showing that you're not. So, for example, I forgot who she is. It wasn't maybe it was Margot Robbie a little bit when she was having like her tantrum as Barbie, yeah. But also then the this other character who is equivalent of like a mum saying you've right. got to have your shit together basically. Yeah, and yeah. She's off. Ug- yeah, ugly Betty. I ugly think. Betty. Yeah, she was. Yeah. She's called um, America Ferrera is the the actress's name. And but. she's she was just reeling off how much of pressure sometimes being a woman actually is, and I don't know if men realize. How much like we I'm, have to have our shit no, together? I kind of obviously when she was going through that sort of like the uh, like monologue type of thing and thinking, no, I can obviously as a man, it's hard for me to go, yeah, yeah, true that type of thing. Mm. But I totally I can understand like how that comes across. Women go through a lot; they have to work a hell of a lot harder yeah. in the world, the real world. We get judged so much more as well. Yeah. And I think that's the part that's so frustrating compared well, to a man. And yeah. it's what we're wearing. Are we pretty enough? Oh, that person. And comparing. Yes. And I think that's what that. yeah. I loved about the Barbie world was there were 
so many women rooting for one another. Mm. Like, you go, Barbie. Oh, morning, Barbie. Yeah, you look beautiful and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Women are so much more catty because we've just been put into this point where we have to compare, we have to fight, we have to be better, we have to look hotter for the guy or whatever. And mm-hmm. I think it was just all that emotions of actually, we just need to be kind to each other. She need to understand, yeah, actually, we're in the same boat. We're both going through the same crap. Like, give ourselves some credit for what we have to put up with. Because it is basically, and I know I don't want to get on my high horse, it's a sexist world, and I think this is what Barbie is showing. It's yeah. sexism, no, basically. Absolutely. That's exactly what Greta Gerwig is going for in this film, I think. And um, it's hard, and I guess for a man to see Ken, the way he's portrayed as the woman, technically, in Barbie world is just a fantastic way of showing it. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes it more relatable because it's a guy. Yeah. So it's educational for women and men, I think. Yeah, yeah, but it's... that's why I say, like, I think that's how it's done in a way that's so diverse and it works on for, for mm. lots of the whole generational crowd thing, not just, like, young young kids, young yeah. girls. It's obviously for men. There's a lot of men in the, the cinema as well mm. watching it as well. So it's like, you know, on all aspects, it's covering It was like a healing interest. process, so it felt like it... Took you on an emotional roller coaster of laughing, crying, being fulfilled, being empowered. It you felt like you went on all of this with Barbie, and she was just like this amazing person. It realised that you can actually do anything you want if you put your mind to it, and I think that's what this film yeah. gave you. Yeah, and I don't know. I felt like a little bit of a healing process from it. Like actually, yeah, the world is turning a leaf a little bit as well. Hmm. Of having such a film like this. I think. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like it's a bit of a historic piece. This is going to go down in history. This is an amazing film. For the director, yeah, probably a big staple in her movie-making career, I would, I would say. Def- Commendable. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Everything was on point. Yeah, yeah. So, like, in terms of... I was saying about before, about, like, in terms of, like, Oscar thing and awards thing, I think this will... In some categories, this will win in some regard. I want I, this I would, to be absolutely. the best film. Like, <laughs> in the history, history of the world. I want this to be like, if there is a category, I don't know, with the Oscars or whatever, best movie maker or best director or best... Oh, yeah, there's this. Like, I want this to top Oppenheim completely. Because the level of enjoyment from this, it was so vibrant, it was so colourful. Obviously, it has to be, yeah. (laughs) I've got a newfound love for Ryan Gosling. Like, he's amazing throughout. He's so comical. He's just fantastic. For, for me, obviously, I was speaking as a, a, a male. Yeah. That he's not saying like taking anything by, but the fact that he has such an involvement as well. He's not just like, oh, just a side character just for, mm. for the laughs. He has a strong, you know, he's written strongly for the film and he has a purpose. It's not just like, oh, just a, you know, nudging a joke kind of thing. He's He's got the structure is part of everything that's going on. And it's so, he's, he's yeah. like comic timing and just you know, all performance throughout. He's, he's really enjoyable. He from, is. From, he he makes it like the comic. Yeah, yeah. Comedian side. side. Yeah. He makes it because without he's, Ken, there he, wouldn't be. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's proper embracing the sort of like. He is fully immersed in, in Ken. He, he yeah. is Ken. And when I first saw this, I'm, I'm so sorry, Ryan Gosling. I was like, really? Of all people to cast, why the hell? And now I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I That's see it. On point, yeah, yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. There's some dance numbers, and there's just Ken solos where they're dancing by themselves. And mm-hmm. well, we know he can dance because we've seen him in La La Land. Yeah. But this is a whole a new, new level, level of, yeah, yeah. of it. Yeah, and also it's not going through it thinking, oh, I roll is a rubbish <gasps> song. It was actually like pretty good, and they say like the choreograph and stuff. And it's like obviously I've had more yeah. of an appreciation for like like musicals and stuff of recent years but this didn't like it wasn't like oh here we go type of thing it was actually like really enjoyable and it's kind of like yeah. funny at the same time in a sense because you know uh, sort of yeah. for a first watch obviously but whether we're previewing that might differ but like, I don't think I, it will I, but I think it's really like, something my when I say about a musical like we were on about Greece weren't we when we came down on this trip yeah that you hadn't really seen it hmm. And I said, I quite enjoy Grease, but then there's certain bits, like when Sandy's singing um, Hopelessly Devoted to You, and I'm like, Ugh. It's a bit like, Ugh. Yeah, yeah and I'm like, I get sick yeah. of it, and I'm like, this is a bit where you want to fast yeah, yeah. through the film. I would not, at the moment, with watching what I've watched, mm-hmm. I don't feel that way. 
I feel like Ken enough, he is enough, and he's just... Everyone needs a Ken in their life. I think so. The way that he dotes over Barbie. Yeah, it's it's really humorous. Like he's, he's really trying just to be like, you know, like just have some recognition in this, you know, obviously female-empowered world. That... And I think that's funny because that's how a female Yeah, it's tries, like, just notice me type yeah, thing. Where it's like we normally reverse. blend into the crowd and there's so many candies to pick from the candy shop yeah, yeah. that we're like, oh, um, pick yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what this kind of vibe is with the Kens and it's lovely to see it on the other foot. Yeah. And also on the same side of things, because I, I guess in my head I was thinking it was just the one Ken, but... Oh, no. But obviously there's, like, the Barbies, there's different versions of the Ken dolls as well, like different colours yeah. and races and all that kind of stuff. because I always thought Ken had brown hair. Yeah, yeah. That's my Ken. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I, I think so. Again, the stereotypical Ken, yeah. I think, yeah. Like, yeah. both and, But if Ryan Gosling's abs are real, like, that. for 42-year-old, like, whew, he is... He is I don't really know about the bleached blonde hair, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's rocking it. I have really fully embraced Barbie, and I, I, I don't really think I can say enough without spoiling it. But no, we can do because we're going to so we go past the spoiler section. I just, but not obviously. You mean like not too? much I don't spoiled. want to spoil yeah. the whole ending. I want yeah. people to actually go on that journey and watch yeah. it and yeah. enjoy that emotion and rawness that you get from it. I just think it's. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> you, your mileage may vary on how emotionally you get. Like, so it depends on how you how are. How much makes you feel? But yeah, I think for me, it just made you feel empowered as a woman and grateful that this film's out there, just for younger generations to actually feel this. And I just feel like and witness this. Yeah, yeah, because it is a man eats man world, well, and obviously that's what they kind of go into when Barbie goes into the real world. She has to go into the real world because. Mm. Obviously, this existential crisis that she's going through because I don't know if you thought when you were watching, you realised that the fact that it's almost like Toy Story where they're in a world where people are actually playing with them, essentially. That's why they can just float down from I the ceiling. I love that aspect. And, and obviously, like the drinking, the drinking. Tea, tea where there's no liquid and stuff. It was amazing because it makes it look really... She, Margot Robbie did a brilliant job of like, Oh, I'm drinking. Oh, yeah, my food's here, but yeah. I'm not going to eat, eat it, it because yeah, I don't need to eat. Because, yeah. Oh, like Ken getting in, like, going, oh, I'm Beach Ken. Then going to the sea and he's like, ricochets off it yeah. because actually it's, it's just plastic. a wave, yeah. you know. It's, it's a plastic wave. It's yeah. not real. Yeah. I think that was so cleverly done, like, to make you enjoy it even more. <laughs> there were certain parts where Barbie then gets to a point of where she's, her feet go flat and it's like the shocking part of it. <laughs> And she has to go see this scary Barbie, is it? I think so, yeah. Weird, bar- weird, weird Barbie. Barbie. Yeah, weird Barbie, weird Barbie. Yeah, And you said, <laughs> oh, you were like, you kind of looked at me and go, all right, yeah, I can totally agree when they cut into like the real life thing where this kid's like just messing up with drawing them and cutting the hair. And I cut my Barbie's like, yep. hair. Like, I did. Yep, that's, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. Only one Barbie got it really bad, bless her. I don't know why. I we loved. Just I just played with her so much. Overplayed, yeah. And yeah. she was that weird Barbie. She had really short pixie cut hair, but I loved her. Right. Because she wasn't the normal. I don't really think you see a Barbie with short hair, or not when no, I no. was little. No. And she so. had like really choppy hair. Yeah. And I used to make her, her clothes. I'd cut her clothes. Right. <laughs> What you mean from what they were giving onto the doll and you just went, right, just give you a crop top type of thing or something. Right, okay. Or shorts, like yeah, yeah. a pair of pants. Okay. She was like a slaggy Barbie. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> and like if we had leftover like material or whatever. Yeah. Like I don't know, I think my mum worked in a school and her friends had like quite a few saris and such or like mm. leftover fabric. Yeah, yeah. We would like, make skirts and dresses mm-hmm. just tie a bobble right. at the back yeah okay. <laughs> and make them clothes instead of buying new ones that's fair utilizing what you can yeah. yeah yeah so yeah i did have a weird barbie bless her i don't know what happened to her i think she looked a bit bedraggled and probably naked yeah. in a box somewhere yeah. and got chucked but i did when i saw that it really really <laughs> and she, wh- why is it always Barbies are in a split? That is true. They are. You always yeah, split, just split the legs. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, the proportions. Obviously, Barbies are impossible for an actual human. That's like a Jessica Rabbit vibe, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, to be fair. Exactly. Yeah. But 
she's she's beautiful and you love her and yeah yeah i would touch upon the fact obviously like two things one obviously it's hard to have not avoid trailers and stuff mm-hmm. so obviously some of the jokes like i was like i mean obviously still kind of funny like, do you guys think about dying and the kind of music stops and stuff so that was kind of like we knew that was coming. coming and some other things like you know it's like oh look my feet are flat and they're doing that like yeah thing. it's like with i thought i didn't know how thankfully it didn't like with that cut of from the trailer made it look like a bit like oh cringe humor like just go over the top kind of thing so i'm glad it didn't linger on that too much mm. and especially the fact that will ferrell was in the film and he wasn't too <laughs> annoying he actually. was the level of elf yeah he wasn't over the top like he is sometimes in his film so and i'm glad he toned down and he's sort of like exaggeration well, of stuff elf is one of my favorite christmas films i love elf as a film mm-hmm. and will ferrell is the lead yeah. And this, I think he doesn't disappoint. He's like elf material here. He's not like the shitty films that he does. Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah. to a good standard. And I think even then you really like him. Initially, he's like corporate. He's like yeah, yeah. big wig, you know, all Barbie management. And at Mattel, I don't know what Mattel is. It's a toy company. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah. it everywhere. And yeah, I just yeah, don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's just one of the... I don't think they just deal with Barbies. There's a whole uh, range of, of other toys. And all the CEOs and bigwigs yeah, and just FDs, male, all male-orientated. Yeah, yeah. sausage and suits, fashion. basically, yeah. But at the end, his character does, like, a really good turn. And you're just like, oh, okay, yeah. I think everyone just... learns and grows and develops in this film. And I, even Ken, his outcome is great. And it's like, actually, you don't need Barbie yeah. to define you. Ken is me, isn't it? Ken is enough. Is yeah. there, you're something, yeah, yeah, Ken off, yeah, Ken off. and Ken. Ken is me, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. Ken, yeah, like, yeah. that's your identity, you don't have to be, you don't you need a some, yeah. woman to define and, you, or a man, yeah. Yeah. that's probably what they're meaning, yeah, yeah, really, exactly, to yeah. define you, yeah, the stereotypes of what the gender specifies, obviously he goes overboard when he takes over Barbie land, he's like, oh yeah, I'm reading books, and when he goes to the real world about, like, being a, you know, yeah, macho man with a Sylvester Stallone kind of thing, and that's the the epitome of what and, Yeah, there was even Godfather that got yeah. drip, drip fed into here. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, it's the greatest film in the entire world. Yeah, something. and oh, just say you don't know anything, and then the man will chew yeah, your ear yeah. off. Oh, let me help you with that your club swing and all that kind of stuff. It's but it's true. It is absolutely mm. true. Like how things. So it's hitting the nail on the head of how I was. Like how this is still going on in the world, and it's yeah. like um, hopefully, if a lot of men go see it, it's kind of a bit of a more of an eye opener now to mm-hmm. not just like thinking, oh, women damsel in distress, you've got to help them out, and just like th- treat yeah. them like they're really dumb, like I don't know how Photoshop works. And, and like, to be honest, yeah, I think a woman is more than capable, yeah, yeah. I think a woman is more than capable than a man, and I'm sorry, I do think no, that. even I'll admit that being married and stuff even before that that you you do take off on a lot more of the like the household chores and stuff like things like that and i i kind of do take that for granted sometimes like with what I do but i do appreciate and i don't know if i express that enough but like and so obviously you're always like thinking ahead and level like you know making sure things are packed like say they're going on a trip like oh got some snack got some water got some things that i don't wouldn't have thought of to like mm. you know have you know sensible things <laughs> yeah 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 no things i appreciate like, that. Like that yeah i do because i think women are normally taken for granted just because we've got that mother instinct and we've yeah, got that yeah. it's in, in embedded genes, in yeah, us yeah and i think that's kind of showing what this film is i just feel like everyone should just go watch barbie even if you're male female whatever you are mm-hmm. just go watch it because it's yeah. fantastic yeah. it's a laugh it's it is it's, it's it makes you think, so yeah yeah, it just it's gives well you written. everything. So well written, yeah. I just can't say how much I, <laughs> I love it. I just, I just can't. I just feel like I, without spoiling it completely, and I'm not going to because no. I feel like people just need to go on that journey. Yeah. With that film, and I think that's what you need to do. Yeah. I do think people like, for example, my dad or your dad, and it sounds awful. I feel like that's like that gender, and I don't want to. You mean generation? More yeah, so. I don't really want to kind of specifically say like they will not get much out of it but i feel like that's where it was more like a dominant male orientation and i think they might find that harder for that shift possibly but anything like your age and younger are gonna really be all right and embrace it yeah yeah 
I think that's uh, yeah enough to to wet your whistle on mm-hmm. going to see the film. But just comparing the two, obviously they are different films. Yeah, yeah. So very not with the scores, but I will let you go first. But I, I have a strong <laughs> inkling on um, my score. But, yeah, your score. Yeah, it's a ten. It, it's a solid ten. I would go and buy this now. I would you, you go see it again. You even said that. You're I like, would actually. <laughs> yeah, you rarely say that you go Mm-mm. to cinema again to go see. But I would go. Like I've already messaged my sister and said we need to go watch Barbie together. Mm. Like if it stays in the cinema long enough, because obviously she lives in Liverpool, yeah, and, and she's away for a while on yeah, holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would go out of my way to watch it with her. I think she would be the same as me. We both just need to bring a box of tissues, <laughs> cry it out, <laughs> but. At the end, you feel empowered. It it doesn't leave you feeling. I think I start. I did cry twice actually at yeah. this film. I think it was when Margot Robbie's character was like, "I just don't know what I'm doing. I just mm-hmm. why am I here? What am I made for? What what am I doing?" And she she cries initially, and you want to cry with Barbie because it's like Barbie doesn't cry. Barbie just has fun all the time. Mm. Is this when she was in the real world? Yeah, yeah. And she got me then when she was like oh. crying her eyes out. And then when you've got Billie Eilish's song coming on, What Am I Made For? Which Admittedly, a... that that bit did kind of choke me up a little bit. Mainly when it was kind of, I guess it was showing the, this is, of course, this is a spoiler, but when they showing like the footage of like just, just everyday people, like, you know, mm-hmm. mother and daughter type of scenarios and that kind of thing. I, that, those kind of things always get me like, like obviously the music. Is a big part of that. Billy Eilish's soundtrack for this is spot on. Dually says it is, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. a sad melancholy kind of aspect mm. to it, and just like reflecting on even obviously even got kids of her own. But uh, I reflected but, on my relationship with my mum as yeah, well. Yeah, no, I guess so. You've you've got definitely got that more of a yeah, and I think sometimes I don't that, show my mum how thankful I am, and that that got me like. A little yeah. bit as well, and touched upon me. Like mm-hmm. you're saying, you're grateful for me, but how often do I say I'm grateful for her and everything she does? I think you do. I know, but I feel like not yeah. enough. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, it's just a ten. Yeah. <laughs> and what's the song like? A ten from uh, to, to get a, a Ken, you need to be a ten, a ten or yes, whatever yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for me, it is sublime. <laughs> as Ken says yeah. in the film it's not quite as high as yours oh. but it is a strong 9 Woo! I'll take it's, it I'll take yeah. it what makes it not a 10 just, just out of curiosity I think obviously I think this is very much more female of a female rotation yeah. but I cannot fault for the what the screenplay and everything that's involved in it, the humour, the the thing, the motions that it's it's going for in the film, and everyone's performance is is great. Especially, I say he's the he's to me obviously as a male thing MVP is is Ryan Gosling for the film. Really, he just does such a good job. And he just totally goes for it. Really, he embraces and, yeah. Ken like yeah, he really does. And I can't fault him for that. So I don't know. I have a feeling it might go up slightly as, as like I say, repeat viewing. Mm-hmm. Whether it would reach a 10 for me, maybe 9.5, but definitely as a, a first watch and really enjoyed it. And I would rewatch this more than I would Oppenheimer for sure. I'm so never going to watch I, Oppenheimer <laughs> again. So I have to give that for, especially an enjoyment level, mm-hmm. 9. No, I'm happy with that, even though you gave Oppenheimer an 8. So. But that was my. I say, it, like you say, it's two different things. It is. In, in yeah. Certain I just don't feel like they yeah. should be compared. No. To be fair, it's you know the 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 Barbenheimer craze is is what it is. It's out there, yeah. But I'm kind of glad we did it how we did it, and we got the chance to do it and put it down, documented on this. I am glad we went to see Oppenheim first and <laughs> yeah, not Barbie because I would have been yeah, I'd yeah. be devastated. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So. Yeah, Barbie left me on a high. Yeah. Even she made me cry. Oh, and it was so embarrassing. But then I realised Barbie gets embarrassed too, so it's fine. But coming out of the cinema, I put mascara on and I was like, I wasn't prepared. I was like trying to draw myself up to look like a Barbie. Yeah. Not think I'm going to bawl my eyes out. I have seen on like reels and stuff on Instagram, like people have gone like, oh, looking great and then looking really emotional or like thoughtful in thought, but not like absolutely... Balling, yeah. Balling, which you will see now on our story. <laughs> what the yeah, effect of Barbie. The social post, but yeah. Yeah. 
But no, no, definitely glad we did what we did, mm. really, in the end of it. And yeah, but but Barbie trumps Oppenheimer. 100%. So, hope you've enjoyed our comparative thoughts mm. on the two films. Would you say it was sort of a good experience at the end of it, really, for what we did? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. Enjoyed talking about it, so I hope yeah, yeah, everyone no, enjoys listening to it. Yeah, no, really. Really hope they they do. Oh, so well, thank everyone for listening. But yeah. exciting news! Yeah, we've got more people on our Patreon. We have, yeah, like two, two, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two in a week. I think it's because it's your birthday. Yeah, being generous. Yeah, yeah, they're only going to do it for a month and then they're going to leave us. <laughs> <laughs> so. We've got this trusty faithfuls, mm-hmm. which we will do first, and then we'll introduce yeah. this new ones. Yeah. Do you want to take it in turns? Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to be long yeah, yeah, yeah. for one person to yeah, do yeah. now, because okay. I think there's seven in total. Yeah. So I'll go first. Yep. So we've got my mum. There we go. That one's done. <laughs> <laughs> we've got Mark from 100 Things We Learned from Film. We have Ben from Film Bloggers, who's still somewhere in the world, jetting off. We have Nico from the Good, the Bad and the Weird podcast. We have our friend Jonesy, who is under the handle at Weight Loss Jonesy. And if you haven't listened to the episode of our Lighthouse already, it's, it's a long one, but it's definitely worth yes. a listen. And he brings so much to it. So, And his voice. I didn't realise he's got such a podcast voice. And so, I know that sounds daft, because mm-hmm. normally I'm talking to him and I can see his face. Yeah. Never like had a conversation yeah. over the telephone, I guess, where it's like yeah, he's yeah. just got this quite sultry voice. So now our two Patreons. New, brand new Patreons. Brand, brand new. Not not new to us, though. We yeah, know who yeah. they are. The friends. Good friends of ours. Yes. Yeah. Firstly, we have Alex Morris. He has been on our podcast before, and I think he's hankering to come on again. Yeah, I think, he, I think yeah, he is. So, he's been on for Jurassic Parks yeah. number three. Yep. Which was shit, but <laughs> it's a really good episode. It, he brings such comical value. It really does, yeah. He's, he's a funny guy. Oh, he's hilarious. Yeah. And he is under the handle, desperately seeking username on Instagram. He's really creative. He's writing a book. He's got... So much going for him. He's funny as hell. I think he's on Twitter as well, isn't he? Does a lot on Twitter. Yeah. Alex Mauritius or something, I forget. He's got some really he's tricky really... names. Yeah, it's not easy to... And yeah. as well, I've noticed lately, he's been texting me and he's like a dictionary. Walking dictionary. He's like messaging words. And I'm like... What does that mean? Google, what's this word mean? But yeah. yeah. And lastly, and not least, we have got your very, very old friend... Gren. Oh, by the way, the last two people were that have been patrons now are both been Paul's best man. So yeah. at the wedding. Yeah. So also just a bit of context for you guys. So we've got Gren. Mm-hmm. Um, he's called Christopher Gren or Chris Gren, but his last name's Gren, and I know him as Gren, so that's what we're going to call him as mm-hmm. because yeah. I don't know. I feel like it must be a school thing where you just that's what people did. Yeah. Yeah. So he hasn't actually been on one of our podcasts yet. I don't know if he's hungering to be coming on or not. Yeah, I think he's. There's probably some like sci-fi one you'd probably want to. Can I not? <laughs> can, can I just leave you two to it? <laughs> yeah, he likes drawing. He's got quite he's... a lot of TV, sci-fi, Doctor Who. Yeah, he's a big Star Trek. Yeah, whatever that is, Star Wars, Star Trek. He's gonna kill me. He's gonna be like Sophie. <laughs> um, so he's on Instagram. If anyone wants to follow him, he's under the handle C Gren underscore draw. So you can go follow him and like him there. Um, he'll talk to anybody. So like, just drop him a message. Yeah, anything about sci-fi stuff. And oh, Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. Well, that falls in the same category. Does it? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I'm very grateful to have other people in the family. So, on board. Of course you are. Yeah. <laughs> and if you also want to join the family and get a shout out and have the opportunity to Vote for what we watch once a month. You can do so by going to patreon.com forward slash spfilmviewers. Yeah, can we have some more girls, please? Because I think we've only got my mum. Bit of a sausage fest. There it is. And I'm a bit I'm a bit scared. Because I know we're coming up to the burr months soon. 
September, October. Right. <laughs> Every birth. Doesn't it end cold? No. And, well, I guess it does. But October month. <sighs> With those three mm-hmm. picking a film that I have to watch, I'm just like, mm-mm. Not until she uh, doesn't like. Yeah. It costs you £1 or $1.50 a month. Yeah. And just spread the love and just join our little family. You get perks of watching films or voting for a film and us shouting your name out every week. I mean, why wouldn't you want that? And if you enjoyed this episode, you can listen to other episodes over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and wherever else you get your podcasts from. So if you want to leave us a five-star review or any nice little comments or anything like that, then we would definitely appreciate it. And we are on social medias, aren't we? There's... Yeah, there's the new threads. That's it's kind of just. I think that's going to be the new Twitter. I think because that's. I really recently noticed there's. It's an X now. It's no longer a bluebird. I don't know what that means. But does that mean Twitter's died? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I yeah. don't. I don't really tweet. Don't, don't, I don't know what Elon's doing now. But so you can follow us on Threads, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, all under the handle of sp underscore film viewers. That's nice, isn't it? So they can find us everywhere under Pretty the same much. handle. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Hope you've enjoyed. And we will speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.